Wolf and Luke. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Ron Wolfley. Yeah, baby, bring it on! Luke Lipinski. The great Luke Lipinski. You're <laughs> devaluing the word great if you follow with Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Final hour of the show live from the Akachin Community Studios. You know, it's funny, Wolf. We have that rejoin start the fourth hour of Jarrett Carlin talking, and I just walked down the hall, and he was dancing in the hallway with nobody around like a chicken. And I wish that were an exaggeration, but it's not. Um, Why do I totally know you're not embellishing? I'm not. If anything, at I'm, all. I'm downplaying it. Uh, all right, so um, we've got Wolf in Minnesota. We've also got Paul in Minnesota. So for all the people that have left Minnesota today, Isaiah Simmons, Josh Jones— Wolf and Paul are still there, and uh, how are you guys doing? I guess, well, I know how you're doing, Wolf, but Paul, what's going on? Are you sitting right next to Wolf? What are you saying? I should check to see if I was a throw-in along with the seventh-round pick. Was I a throw-in into the deal? What are you saying? I just I didn't see all the specifics on the Josh Jones trade, so maybe look a little bit deeper, yeah. First of all, Paulie's mustache, if everyone's wondering right now, it's really growing in. It really is doing well, so I'm going to take a picture of Paulie with a mustache. <laughs> Please don't. And he's already tweeted out some, oh, no, he's X'd out some things, ladies and gentlemen, from time to time already. So he owes me. I'm going to take a picture, and I'm going to X that mo out okay look um it's not winning behavior this mustache it's not making the final cuts if i could have traded it away today i would i'm keeping it till the end of camp and then that's it okay um as for wolf there luke i'm already sick of his mug uh, for a variety of reasons in addition <laughs> to the fact he kept getting in my video today because wolf is up there standing he thinks he's wilf ziggy wilf <laughs> The owner of the Vikings, when his name is Wolf. Oh, stop it. I mean, he's right up front and center on the sideline. He's closer than Monty Austin for to the action. Wolf, back off, know your place, and get out of my stinking video. What did you want to ask Paul Calvisi, Luke? Well, Why I, did you I bring have, him on? <laughs> I have two specific things I want to ask him. One, does that mean you're, you're cutting down the mustache on cutdown day? Am I understanding this right? Or well, if waiting? I'm not going to get a spot in the D-backs bullpen and they're not going to give me the seventh inning, you know, since this mustache is Andrew Chafin-esque, then I guess, yes, it'll come off sooner than later. Yes, Luke. Next question. And then the video you sent out of uh, of Wolf with the hat, did he not know that you were going to post that because his reaction yesterday was amazing? Doesn't really matter. He's on a need-to-know basis. Okay. So uh, if he only would ask the trainer or the equipment guys for the hat, he would have saved himself 50 <laughs> bucks. but it's a lesson learned. All right, let's, let's get into Isaiah's. Simmons and uh, we've been talking about it obviously all day I the the sort of take that I have on this Paul is not shocking but not expected but it, it certainly did not seem like it was trending well especially on Saturday night it just kind of had the feel that he wasn't going to be on this team in a year for sure and maybe even sooner but but how surprised were you that he got traded today for a seventh round pick not at all mm. what we saw against Kansas City I think the decision makers had been seen all offseason they saw it in the OTAs. They saw it in minicamp. They saw it during Cardinals camp. He's an elite five-star athlete with unbelievable measurables who does not have a position. It's hard to comprehend, but there's really no other way to describe it. Uh, you know, it, it really is, speaking of lessons learned, why you draft the player and not the measurables. Yes, Paul. And so... What is he? Where is he? He started last year calling the defense. 
as an inside linebacker wearing the green dot. He was benched in week two, came off the bench, made the game-saving play in overtime to beat the Raiders, forcing the fumble that was returned by Byron Murphy. But then he was in and out of the lineup, and you saw what this regime thought of him. Remember when he was drafted originally, he was, quote, drafted to cover the tight end. Didn't work out. He wasn't reliable downfield in coverage against the George Kittles and Travis Kelsey's of the world. And so they tried him anywhere and everywhere, and they didn't come up with a definitive answer. You know, also, too, going back, guys, when you go back four years when he was actually drafted, of course, um, the National Football League was really, really different. It was really different in regard to where it was going. Remember, the pendulum was swinging all the way to the spread, and here it goes. College football was taking over the National Football League, and you weren't going to see quarterbacks under center nearly as much, and that was truly the case. You go up to Green Bay, you go up to Green Bay where Aaron Rodgers was up there, and they had him in the gun so much more. Man, to me, they were really taking away a big part of Aaron Rodgers in the game that he has because he's so good with his play-action mechanics under center. Well, guess what? The New York Jets aren't going to make that kind of mistake. They're going to put him under center once again and put him in an offense where that's going to be his strength all over again. I think you can say the same thing. Isaiah Simmons was in a situation where... um You needed athletes. You needed athletes more than anything else. And I think he got caught up in that. And remember when he was drafted, he was such an elite athlete. What was our biggest question? Where were you going to play him? In addition to physicality, can he, will he tackle someone? Well, turns out he wasn't afraid, Paul. That's the only part of his game that couldn't be questioned, really. No. He was, he was more than physical enough, more so, than willing enough. So, Paulie, it was a lack of consistency in play-to-play. That's what it was. It wasn't the fact that he wasn't, he wasn't physical. It wasn't the fact that he wouldn't hit you. It was how many times would he do it? How often and how consistent would he do it? Well, obviously, if what he told the coaches, what he told the media, what he told the coaches is accurate, that he did not want to play linebacker. He obviously wasn't a center field safety based on what we saw, both in the two preseason games and during camp and mini camp. So what's left? I think the Cardinals asked themselves that question. Where else would he possibly fit? So it's better to get something rather than nothing, and hence he was dealt. Yeah, no, it's a great question and a great point, and I, I, I still fear that he's going to go off and, and be great for the Giants or somebody else. But the logic to get here, it, I mean, it does, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Polly, thanks for stopping by, and I know it's especially tough for you today because you had to sit right next to Wolf, but I appreciate it. Now I have to go listen to Dave Pash whine about something because he just showed up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Polly, you're not going anywhere. Come on. When's, when's happy hour in this hotel? Uh, you guys are like nine hours ahead of us, aren't you? So you should be able to, you're probably pretty close.